Hello and welcome. Hello, hello. It is Saturday in my world right now. For where, if you're here present with me today or if you are listening to the recording, I always like to give context of where we are. We are in a waxing gibbous moon. So the moon is growing towards a full moon right now. And so the energy is beginning to grow along with that. So as we're beginning to grow in our own energy, there is this very real sensation of allowing ourselves to step into the intuitive, intimate, vulnerable action that we are being called forth to be in. And so just like many mornings, I was here just doing some meditation and some automatic writing before I went live. And I'd like to read what came through. This is more of my own thoughts versus an automatic writing from my higher self. But I do ask a question at the end for my higher self, and I'll share the answer that was given. We are always searching for meaning and connection in the lifestyle culture we currently live. We go to many lengths to feel intimacy, music, events, sports, theaters, ceremony, yoga, yet without a culture that allows for intimacy and vulnerability, there is a block, a wall, a fortress even, that keeps us locked away in the tower like Rapunzel. What would what would have to happen for goddess culture to reign? And the answer was only you. You have the land, the ability, the love, step into it fully. And so I, I ask you too, like, I know we keep searching outside of ourselves for this thing, this thing to spark us into action, this thing to say, okay, you're ready for this now. But really, it's within us. It's within our own vibrational field. So I asked, what do my days look, feel, sound, taste, and vibrate? And the end, it's how yourself said, in what ways can I create the coming in through song, story, dance, laughter, joy, and rhythm? And so with that, there is there's a knowing. I'm like holding in my hand the book that has the songs, the stories, the laughter, the joy that I created five years ago to guide my rhythm. And I'm not implementing that. I'm using this in my own way, but I'm not implementing the stories and the songs. And um, I just found this. I'm going to lift it up because I think it's important. It's right here. And it's all about beanbag songs and ways to create space for connection and intimacy. And if I'm not creating that in my own life, in my own family, how do I expect others to take what I'm saying and to implement it and to execute it in their own lives? And so while I have so many other things that I'm implementing, I'm canning and I'm preparing for winter and I'm incorporating all these wild foods into our diet and um, 
restructuring, like I'm not having coffee, I'm doing apple cider and tea and there's things that I'm doing and it's always gradual, right? Um, and good morning, Lonise. It's always um, a gradual process of us layering these new aspects into our lives. And so rhythm, rhythm, rhythm keeps coming up. Um, I was sharing that I've been really sleepy lately. Um, I've been waking up in the middle of the night. And I know that spirit is like, wake up, wake up, wake up. And I'm just like, I don't want to get up. I want to sleep. And so I lay there for a few hours knowing that this is prime time for me to be up. And I'm ignoring that. And I've been ignoring it all week. And I don't know if it's just because my son and my husband have this rash. So it's taking a lot from me being there. And then there's also this aspect that I want to heal them. I'm a medicine woman. I'm a priestess and I can't heal them immediately. And I know that has a really draining effect on me and them because they're like, you know, you are the only one who can help us and it's not working. And so I have little slippery fears that come in of like, maybe I'm not good enough, but then I have you know, like a session like I did yesterday with an incredible woman who got profound, amazing insights from our session. And I just have to trust that like, no, this is their journey. They wore pumpkins on their heads for whatever reason, because they wanted to. And it sucks that they have this horrible rash right now, but I don't need to feel not good enough because I can't heal them immediately. Um, Lonish says, I remembered I had your planner and found it on November 1st, the first day and felt I needed to start using it again. Yes, I, and I've been picking it up and using it to do automatic writing. And this is the planner. I have new planner pages that come with the um, Patreon tier. I had somebody ask about this yesterday. They were like, I hear that you're making a planner. I hear that you're doing it. Um, and I do have a planner. I have daily planner pages available. Hi, Jean. Good morning. Um, I have daily planner pages available on patreon.com forward slash magical mothering. You sign up for the 30 days of moon magic tier. And in your email box, you will get the recording of this uh, Facebook Live. You will get the transcript for it. And then you'll also get a daily planner page so that you can actually implement all of these things. And all of the songs and the stories, um, I realized that these were such channeled work. And so they are going to be in the daily devotional book that I'm writing. Um, or you can also purchase the Bringing the Wild Within Planner on my website that is still available there. So when we talk about goddess culture versus lifestyle culture, lifestyle culture always has a searching outside of ourselves for intimacy, connection. Um, there's always like this, buy this thing and you'll feel better. Do this and you'll feel better. There's always this going outside of ourselves, always without is instead of within. There's always this without. And it's so interesting that without is such an, a concept in, in us that without means not with it, right? Like you're, if, if you're going outside of yourself, you're not going to find it there. You're going to be without it. You're not going to find it. 
you're going to be on this constant search for something to fulfill that big, empty, lost soul. And as a child growing up in the Christian church, they told me that that hole was a Jesus-sized hole. And for a long time, I believed that. And when I stepped away from the church, I went, oh my gosh, am I going to like fill this Jesus hole with all these outside lifestyle, cultural things like money and this and that? And no, it was innate within me that my nature wanted to go back to my nature and to go within and to search for my authentic self. And so um, for me, that was not true. It was not a Jesus-sized hole. The church was not going to fill it with its propaganda in my life. And I've been able to find that the more that I do go within, the more content I feel within my own being. And the more that I watch my clients, my friends, my family search outside of themselves uh, for like money, influence, fame, um, things, right? The lifestyle, the dress, the perfect Instagram posts, the more I see them closer to perfection in what the lifestyle culture says is perfect the further away I know that they are from peace and joy and contentment. And so it's not this either or. It's not that we should be poverty stricken and it's not that we should live in um, a space of denying our pleasures because really pleasure is something that's so different than lifestyle culture. Lifestyle culture wants us to prove to everybody outside of us that we are worthy that we are successful, that we are important, that we have made it. And that's just not true. Because if we don't feel that from within us, and if we're not truly in alignment, when we are truly in alignment, there's no reason to prove that you're successful or perfect or have made it or have the stuff that makes you Instagram worthy, right? Instagram is such a perfect perfect like here's the box for the lifestyle culture and for me I don't resonate with Instagram I don't like looking at Instagram it doesn't there's no pleasure there because it's so superficial and so I do enjoy more Facebook where I can have conversations getting this group back going having intimacy learning what is going on inside of individuals and when they say something and I'm like, whoa, I don't think that way. I would have never thought that way. That's so interesting. I enjoy the unraveling that happens when we get to connect with each other. And so there is this aspect of how do we implement the divine feminine or goddess culture, which goddess culture really was a beautiful blend of divine feminine and divine masculine. It wasn't just the women ruled. It wasn't like that at all. It was that the women were honored as life givers. It's such a different context than what a lot of male scholars put out there as like this matriarch that the women just ruled and it was even more violent and they just want to make it so that it's imbalanced again. But the goddess culture is not out of balance because it's not searching outside of yourself. It's going within and it's innately so in authenticity and integrity because 
women are the ones who birth life into the world. And so really in a matriarchal culture, it is the women's lineage. We know for sure that this baby came out of this mother. It is the woman's lineage that is honored. It is the woman's body who is honored as a life giver. It is the woman's body who is honored as the creatrix, as having the ability to bring something that was not in physical form into physical form. And when we think about the way that we dishonor pregnancy, birth, women in our current lifestyle culture, it's saddening because you see how far we are. We've completely stripped women of their innate ability of knowing that their body made a life inside of them with no help from anybody, like took a man's seed and a woman's seed and made a life inside of this woman all on its own for nine to 10 months. And there was no help, like medical systems didn't need to get in there and you know make it happen. No, it just happens. It is the magic of the woman's body. And when we really look at this and how desensitized women have become to their own bodies, how desensitized we are to the magic of the fact that this body created this little body and is indeed able to birth this body. There's a stripping away. In indigenous cultures, the birth rates are so much higher than our birth rates here. In a first world country of the United States, our death rates for women who are like laboring and birth are astronomical. And I don't think it's just the medical system. It's our diet. It's our disconnect from our body. It's our dissociation. It is the entire lifestyle culture that rips us away from who and what we truly are. And so my quest, I'm becoming very um, aware and I'm rereading like even the Patreon description that I put on there. I was like, I need to go back and look at what I put for the Patreon description. And I was like, whoa. And it's like a total channeled thing about goddess culture and ushering it in and being in this space where we are completely living in a vibrational frequency of our being, being honored, of our um, lifestyle, like really resonating with this higher vibration. And it always just blows me away. Thanks, Lonise, right? It always blows me away when I'm like, I, I've already written this. Like, what am I stammering? <laughs> what, what does my brain not understand? I'm not searching for anything. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm here for. So what the fuck am I going around in circles pretending that I don't know what I'm doing? <laughs> And I, I think this will resonate with some of you as well, because we've been given so clearly, like, here you are, this is what you are, you're amazing, you're magical, this is what you're doing in the world, and we get like step-by-step -step instructions, and then the next morning we wake up and we're like, who the fuck are we? What am I doing today? What am I gonna do? Oh my gosh, the whole day went by and I didn't do anything, like, this, <laughs> like, what? How does this happen? Oh my gosh. And so I'm saying this about myself because 
it's been such a weird week since Halloween. I was so, I knew my passion, my purpose up to Halloween. And then I woke up on the first and it was like, and I've been like in like this kind of resonance ever since then. And I'm like, okay, that's five days now of being in this, like really needing a lot of sleep, just kind of not knowing what's going on. And then yesterday when I had uh, a healing session, an inner child session specifically with somebody, it was just like, bam, 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 bam. You know what you're doing. You know what you're here to do. You're here to ignite and help women reclaim and remember who and what they are. And I was just like blown away again. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. That's that's where I am. Uh, Lonise shares, yes, I'm reading the stuff I wrote in the planner from six years ago and feel the same. I know it's so it's so funny how that happens. Good morning, Sandy, and good morning, Callie. Um, and so there's this, it's just an interesting expression when we create within ourselves, when we get distracted or dissociated by the current lifestyle culture of you got to stay busy. You got to work hard. You got to be successful. You got to do this. You have to do this, right? You have to, you have to, have to, have to, have to, have to produce. We're like these little worker bees. We're these, we just have to produce something every day. And in the goddess culture, I just don't believe that that is the, like, that's not the foundation. The foundation for me in the goddess culture is to find pleasure, to find passion, to find your authentic nature, and to create space for that. Does that make sense? Like the lifestyle culture wants us to look outside of ourselves for the new car and the, the fancy house and the, the lifestyle that will bring us the attention of the outside world to say, wow, she's made it, you know? And I hear all the time, and I've spoken to many people, it's very difficult for me to work with really wealthy people because they're so influenced by the lifestyle culture because of their sheer volume of wealth that they've spent their whole lives attaining. And so it's, there's a big disconnect for me. I have a hard time understanding their, their why. Um, and it's not that I don't work with very wealthy women. It's just that they're not usually attracted to a lot of what I do yet because I haven't had the words and the ability to communicate clearly who and what I am. and. So it's an interesting thing when we look at who we attract and who we vibrate with. I love you. I love the women that I attract because I can say something and they're like, man, I get it. And it's not that these women don't have, they're just not in that lifestyle culture. Somebody that keeps coming to mind, I went to one of her events. Her name is Shanda Sumter. Um, this was going on six years ago, five or six years ago. Um, she had an event in Palm Springs and she was teaching people how to make six figure uh, businesses. And I was just there and I was like, 
oh my gosh, she's so like, I want to be her. And then after the event, I was like, oh, I don't want to be, who do I want to be? I don't have a role model. <laughs> Like, I don't want to be that. I want to be me and I want to be magical. And I don't want like, I don't care about labels. I don't care about clothes. I don't care about if what year your car is. Like, I don't care what where your house is located. I don't, I just don't care about all of those things. And so it was really, um, good morning, Amber. So it was really like heartbreaking for me to just realize like I don't fit in in a lot of places and so I tend to attract women who don't fit in and who are like purposely going yeah I don't fit in and so like stepping outside of that lifestyle cultural norm and we are the ones that are slowly shifting the vibration by being a light that is shining and it's it ignites other people whether you realize it or not it ignites other people into knowing that there is a possibility for them to be their authentic nature and so for me this today was just kind of this really recognizing the difference between lifestyle culture and what i call goddess culture but I, I, I need a word for it because I, it's the divine feminine, but there's also this equal of divine masculine. So I know that that's part of what I'm getting hidden, like I'm getting hiccuped on words right now, um, especially while I'm writing this book. Like I just, I, I had the 13 chakra method that I had been teaching for the past almost three years now, two and a half years. And I just like, wipe the whole thing out. I'm like, I'm not using chakras anymore that words don't, they don't, people overuse them and they don't understand the context. And I don't want to be just another person using those words out of context, if that makes sense. Like it was the words that I had at the time. They were the energy centers that I, I could understand. And because it didn't go anywhere, because nobody, like I had a handful of women watching it, maybe like 30 women did the program, um, but not fully and not completely, like it didn't take off. You know what I mean? So I know that like universe was like, that was your practice. That was you getting all of those words out. That was you really creating and establishing something for yourself, organizing all of your thoughts. This is what your method is. This is what your process is. And so really going through and allowing for that process of like, oh, okay, that wasn't a failure. That was a way for me to get, I'm going to show you, that was a way for me to get all of this organized. <laughs> like that was a way for me to get all the processes, all the tools, all the stuff that I used. And these are all four pages per page, by the way, like this is quite a thing. So I've stopped looking at my own journey as failures or successes and just seen like, oh, I understand. It didn't take off because that was not exactly, that was for me to organize all of my brain. And so I used to get really discouraged when I would create a program and crickets, or I would work so hard to create this thing and nothing. And I used to get so 
excuse me, worked up about it. Like, oh my gosh, I'm not good enough. Nobody wants to work with me, blah, 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 blah. And now um, I shared yesterday in the um, podcast, I shared yesterday that it's not this aspect of me not being good enough. It's a matter of me trying to jump to things that I've been given after other steps. So like for me, writing this book is step number one, getting all of my crystals on the website, getting my website um, complete with all of my store stuff and writing the book is what I am meant to be doing right now. I got a hit that I will be creating the Magical Mothering School of Mysticism in the future with classes and all of these other things. And immediately I go, oh, that sounds like fun because what I'm doing right now takes effort. It takes me actually getting the camera out and make taking the pictures and getting into a space of like writing the book every day as a daily rhythm and things like that, right? So it's one of those things where I know that you too have a step and you probably maybe even have like, this is eventually what you're going to be doing, but you're ignoring the step that you got six years ago, like me, you're ignoring the step that you got three months ago. You're ignoring the steps that were put before you of like, this is no longer serving you. You need to release this so that I can really transform your life. And so as we begin to unravel these things within us, um, there's really so much clarity that comes when we're given the opportunity to just do the next best step for us. And we all know what that is. We just might not want to do it. So why are we resisting it? And for me, I know, um, oh, I have so many ideas and such no way to organize them. Right, right, right. And so it's the same thing for you, Amber. I know that you've been given a ton of things. And it's one of those things where you also know the, the, the best next first step. There is one step that you're not doing that you're putting off to like stay in this, I'm so unorganized state when really you can do one thing, one thing. And what is that one thing for you? I don't know. But um, I do, you know, this is a lot of what I do during healing sessions with individuals is we unravel what it is that is like where is that one thing we do? I do a lot of inner child work with individuals. I do a lot of um, unraveling with individuals. As people are talking to me, the subconscious gives me everything that I need. And then I pinpoint and put all the pieces together in a puzzle during a session. So uh, yes, absolutely meditate on it. Um, and if you've ever, if you haven't been journaling, start journaling. Like that is such a potent process. And Lonise will share that that is true for her too. Start journaling because um, as you go through and journal every day, when you go back through, especially when your kids are little littles like yours are, you have no brain capacity to remember any of these things. So I have journals, I'll, I'll show you. So this is my, oh, this is my stack of journals. Um, and this was, these were my first 
journals that I made myself before remembering uh bringing the wild within came out like i knew that they were going to be these seasonal rhythm journals i had started with the journal pages like just get some paper and start journaling every day because right in there you know your babe what your babies are doing how many teeth are coming in what you're eating uh journal how you're feeling journal what you're worried about journal about your experience these are so valuable because they give you a glimpse into your life and what it felt like and looked like and tasted like years down the road. So you can really tap into that experience without having to fully live it again because it's written down in such detail. So if anything, like these are just my planners. And then I also have a stack up there about this high of journals, like <laughs> That's, it's just something for me, it's invaluable to go back through and see exactly like as I'm reading through the experiences of my labor or um, my experiences that were going on when Travis, like when he was doing the things that he was doing when we were first married and the heartbreak that that caused me and such like I could feel the pain and agony that I was going through and I can tap into that um aspect so uh amber shares maybe that's my first step i got this journal pack three of them mindfulness progress over perfection and setup for success yeah just open them um i stopped after high school yeah i'm sure there was a trauma reaction that happened that you were like i'm subconsciously not going to write about this so i don't have to be aware of it we all do it so i'm just letting you know pick it back up um thought i was good at journaling but wow you were talking <laughs> No, it's just my ADHD brain needs a place to like put down my thoughts or I don't, um, I don't do them. And so luckily, I mean, I created these planners for this process because I knew I needed it. And so um, for me, like I now have in my phone, rather than writing a lot of stuff down in the planner, I actually have it in my reminders now. And so at certain times, like I know that after this video, I'm gonna have a bunch of reminders pop up on my phone, letting me know that I need to make all my packages up to send out my herbal medicines to the people who bought them off my website. So it's one of those things where for me, I cannot store it all up here, especially if I wanna be present to my own nature, because I will, keep everything in here rather than if i write it on the page suddenly i'm like oh okay it's out i don't have to think about it anymore and this is a process that i'll wake up in the middle of the night with thoughts like oh i need to remember to text this person and i need to call this person and i, I have this and i wonder if my tent got wet like all of these things and i'll just wake up and write them all down so i can go to sleep and so this is key if you get anxiety or if you get like thought insomnia where your thoughts just start puking all over you while you're trying to sleep because like you're, it's trying to remind you of all the things that you need to do now that it, you'll actually listen to it good morning Brittany um go through and just have a little journal on the side of your bed with a little book light and write all of that stuff down and you'll be so grateful that you did because in the morning you'll have clarity as to exactly what your steps are for the day you'll just go through and like write and see Oh my gosh okay step one i have to go check me last night i woke up 
there was a huge storm last night. I mean, just like booming. And I was like, oh, my tent. I have all my work in my tent. I've got my dirt, like my stuff in my thing. Um, I have all of the stuff. And it's like in my tent. I'm like, the sleeping bag's going to be wet. The little, my tent's leaking. It's the wind. Finally, I just went, okay, in the morning, I'll check on the tent. And I was able to fall right back to sleep rather than sitting there and like, like, and on and on and on all night. It was just like, okay, great. I know exactly what I'm doing in the morning. And that's first step so that I can take care of it. Uh, Amber says, OMG, I definitely need to start because your brain is mine. I have these random thoughts and ideas and then I forget. And then the forgetting is what is so frustrating. And that's a part of our sabotage. When we sabotage by forgetting what spirit has told us is our next perfect step, it's a way of like, oh no, I forgot. Like, I don't have to do it now. But if we write it down, spirit is going to be like, nudge, nudge. Remember you wrote that down because I told you it was really important and that's what you need to be focusing on, not all 800 of these. Then as I write and I'm like, oh gosh, I, I know what I meant to be doing. And every day I wake up and see my, where's your planner pages? Are you working on your book? I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, it keeps me accountable to what my highest desire actually is. It's not that I'm like pestering myself to do something I don't want to do. I'm pestering myself to do the very thing that I have the most amount of desire to do, but I get bombarded by canning and feeding and going on the grocery trip for three hours. Like all of life happens and then I get sidetracked to doing what I actually desire to do because this is what spirit has been like this is your heart's desire do this do this make room for this and when I don't do that I don't feel great I'm like man I didn't do it today and I just I really wanted to do some of that and so it's just a matter of keeping yourself accountable and I find that journaling is a really incredible way of keeping yourself accountable so um Thank you so much for the interaction and the connection today. Thanks so much for being here with me. Happy Saturday, and I hope you all have an absolutely incredible rest of your day. I will be here tomorrow, and blessings.